unfortunately, at this uh, time, I can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. wait. Unfortunately, we regret to inform you that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I got. Same yeah. Old. Yeah. I got. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. All right. Well. Fuck yeah. you. Honestly, you uh, should be hitting on something. I think a lot of people's uh, like look at you funny. Probably like men will look at you funny if you strive to even be a pos- in a position where you are a CSR agent. But it's like, bruh. If you don't kiss my You got to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, yo, it was one dude when I was working at DHL named Andre. All right? He told me straight up, yo, do you really think I'm about to be working on these forklifts forever? He yeah, said, who wants to do that? <laughs> he said, no. He got. He moved to the shipping office. He was like, yo, I have typing experience. I used to work in a call center. I do this for real. <laughs> I'm like, yo, real one. Probably in the room, bitch. Yep. Blow my high, dog. All right, real nigga. At least you didn't lose it. Just an idiot. Okay. (sighs) But no, I see too many, like, older dudes, like 40, 50 years old. They be working at them uh, warehouse jobs, and they, like, hurting every single day. Back braces, fucking limping everywhere. And I don't want to be that old-ass man fucking in those in that warehouse trying to vibe with the little kids and shit like that's just <laughs> that's not where i want to be in 20 years i don't want to be on a fixed income and not to say if you if this is something you want to do not to say that it's a bad thing either that's just not my cup of tea and that's not the route i want to take yeah and I, I think shit i think that's a route like our thinking or what, what i'm saying right now i think that's that's the majority of our generation uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not going for that. Like, granted, we'll sacrifice. We know how to sacrifice, but we're not sacrificing time, energy, and half of our life. Yeah, for, and that's why. For like, 60000 to, like, 70000 like, I think we talked to, about like, this on, uh, off, off the record. I don't know if maybe it was on a podcast, but back when you got your first job did you see people straight up walking out of the job on the first day oh yes you the hell damn you did <laughs> yes it's, it's definitely not as common as it is today though yeah like niggas will straight up don't give a damn like man say, all right look, look, look i gotta go to the car real quick i'll be back like, i got fucking four kids and like <laughs> they I'm, all, I'm, I'm on child support for all of them but i'm not dealing with this job at all <laughs> like this that, job is that bullshit yeah I, I I feel it when it's like a UPS okay, and shit. Damn, there we go. Oh yeah, if it's UPS, by nah, all yeah, means, I don't blame you. Day. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. slavery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I better should. be on fucking drugs if you're working there, bro. Or because some niggas, when I was in there, some niggas that was just like super fit, and like that's they really enjoyed the aspect of you get paid to work out, which UPS told me. They told me that it was going to be a workout. They they told me straight up, like, yo, when you get here, you're going to have to earn that paycheck. Like, you see this sweat? It was a video, like an uh, uh, orientation video. They was like, you see this sweat? Like, my first week, boy? Like, <laughs> they tell you it's hard as fuck. And I was like, I worked in a warehouse before. Like, that's nothing. I can do that. Man, I got this shit. Man, I got in there. It's like 97 degrees. It's like a cage fucking floor and it's like a bunch of niggas just next to each other push like sorting boxes as they come and these boxes can be heavy as fuck is like another thing about warehouse they teach you how to lift at every warehouse job you work they yeah. show you some type of video they do the squad all that shit yeah but they don't take into account that cert- under certain conditions it's almost impossible to lift correctly so it's like 
we in a small ass confined area. I can't squat to build, pick this fucking box up. Facts. Like I'm a tall ass nigga with long ass legs. Yeah, right. <laughs> like there's no space for me to squat down, pick it up, test the weight. There's no space and there's no time because we're on, you know, the shit yeah, is going by production. fast. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, bro. Somebody pulled their back. <laughs> pulled their back out at least <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> It's, it's a different type of thing, bro, and I, I, I strive to get to a point where I would never have to be in any of these warehouse jobs ever again. Facts. Deadass. Even if I have to work there for, like, a couple months, all right, cool, I'll take it, but I will not make this a long-term yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, for sure, and I'm I'm honest with the jobs I get to. Like, yeah. this is just a stepping stone to whatever adventure I get into next. I don't give a shit about UPS. <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck about y'all production rate. I'm not going <laughs> to sit here trying to be employee of the month. I don't like, give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but with that transparency, the older generation will look at that and say, oh, well, that's just a lazy mindset or you're not working hard enough. You're not yeah. applying yourself hard enough. But this is America, home of the free, land of the I don't give a fuck. And you can make a million dollars a million different ways. Yeah. Most <laughs> so. definitely. Well, I don't I don't look I don't look down upon the older generation that worked to where they, they got either. Most definitely. Because that, that older generation built our younger gen- generation and maybe is the reason why we have this mindset of, oh, we see them doing that as youngins. We not trying to be like them yeah, fucking fifty like, years old with yeah. like can't walk correctly, shit like that. Knees knee problems, all the all types of shit. Fucking facts. So but at the same time, we kind of sold, like I talked about this before, we kind of sold on the American dream and the fact that you can be a millionaire really overnight these days with oh social God. media. On God. And a lot of youngers like, yeah, that's true. All right, we're going to try to pursue, pursue something bigger. And that's also leading to niggas not trying to work these jobs. <laughs> like that is. And it's like, I'm not mad at it. But at the same time, it's like, if nobody works these jobs, then America will kind of yeah, implode right? on yeah. itself. Like, if nobody wants to work Taco Bell, how you going to get your nacho fries? I mean, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro, like, this, this kind of getting get uh, it. It, it kind of fucked up, bro. Yeah, so it's like that, somebody uh, got to bite that bullet. Somebody do, bro. I mean, ultimately they do. Like, yeah, of course. Because you end up broke. And then, you, like, your social media dream didn't work out. You end up it's broke. Like, and damn, you, now I got to go flip these chalupas. Yeah. Like, and then you don't want to decide that way too late and you fucking 40 years old at McDonald's or something. Facts. I just I just introduced that to say, that, like, what the mindset we have though it's a good thing we have more businesses more people trying to be trying to build generational wealth that's very important but it, it can also be a bad thing where a lot of these niggas not really lazy i'm yep. just keep it straight, straight up. up straight like, lazy as fuck yeah I, i'm just keep it straight up it's yeah. just laziness uh like a bitch yeah so it's, it's give or take and depending what, on who you are yeah. yeah i'm god but um other than that, guess what, y'all? Welcome to the motherfucking podcast, y'all. Y'all already know who the fuck it is. It's your boy, Jew, a.k.a. the bag chaser, a.k.a. the milf taker, a.k.a. the suave nigga, you know, over here dripping with the fake VVSs on my neck because, you know, we dripping sweat in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that was lame. But I also got my main man. <laughs> it's your boy, Nate, on the mic. And welcome to the motherfucking podcast, y'all. Yes, you already know who it is. Um, first yeah. of all. I do want to mention that we are having a special guest on our probably our next podcast. That's going to be our next podcast. Yeah. Wait, no, nah, this is going to be the second to last, second to next. We only do two podcasts a week, so it's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, then so, are we so we not going to record on Tuesday then? 
We can. I ain't, I ain't against yeah, it. You know, I'm never saying. against recording. Yeah, but, like, but I mean, okay, it's either, either going to yeah. be our next sort of podcast after that. Do you want to go ahead and tell us his name and shit like yes, that? Yes, sir. It is Matt K to K Baby, bruh. I've been waiting on this interview. Yes, I, sir. I've been really waiting on this interview. I am a genuine fan of this nigga. I know I butcher this nigga's name every fucking time, and, <laughs> it, and I apologize, but I genuinely fuck with the music and the message and the and the uh, and the drive behind his music and his hustle. All right, so I mean, you probably try to speak up a little bit more. I, I was trying not to be Shit. too loud. My bad. <clears throat> nah, cause you gotta kind of speak over what the oh. fans gonna sound like in post production. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You right on that shit. You right on that shit. But you got Matt K to K, baby. You know, okay, baby. Like, <laughs> look, look, look. Long story short, I'm a genuine fan of the music and can't wait to have him on the podcast. All right. So you know, y'all stay tuned for that, baby. Definitely gonna leak some of his music in the YouTube description once this goes up. So if you listen to this or watching this, go to the description right now. And it probably should be the one of the first things. That yeah, you go see. do that. Yeah, go do that. But um, other than that, go stream Bose to Dubai. That shit was hard. Oh, oh it's a yeah. song. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna lie. In my brain, <laughs> I was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> You should read with the boys to buy. I'll send them boys to Dubai if I wasn't scared of the feds, bro. Okay. That's my shit. First things first, though. What we got in the news, Playboy? Uh, no necessarily news, but I do have a couple things I want to talk about. All right. First of all, I have to talk about UFC 276. 276, yeah. First of all, I'm only going to cover the main card. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. As much as I can, but you know, you know, you fucking know it, especially if you watch. I'm I'm a I'm a fight fan, and I can't help but to indulge on on topics like this. Like I just get, get kind of overboard. So, <coughs> hold on, let me look back at the card because it was so many great fights. I mean, the the fight started. The, I mean, the card prelims started off with an arm break. Jesus Christ! Like, it, it was just a different level. This has to be the biggest card of the year. Oh, but it was a different type of intensity. Hey, can you cut some music on for for a young player? Yeah, I got you. Real nigga. You hear it? Okay. So, first things first, man. We got Pedro Munoz versus Sean O'Malley. I was thoroughly disappointed in the way it ended. But if you watch my stream, you would know that I I did, so to speak, call this out. I thought it was going to be somebody breaking their leg off a leg kick or something crazy. Like, that's usually what happens. But it was at eye poke. Some people saying that Pedro Munoz was just settling in and he was trying to get out the fight. That's exactly what he was doing. I I can't really say. We don't know how bad the eye poke really was. It didn't look that bad. Like he just kind of grazed it. Bruh, but he Holloway said he. Yeah, yeah. Bro, Holloway got poked in his eye. He still kept fighting, bro. That's some hoe shit. And it was Holloway even worse than that. Yeah. Had a fucking straight up gash. Like, <laughs> That's what it I'm was saying. like. Like. So clear cut, that nigga was scared. He just did not want to take that L or possibly get knocked the fuck out. Who knows? I'm not. Fin- I, 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 
he's a UFC fighter. So this is it. not this is the last person I want to talk shit about, especially <laughs> not knowing how exactly how bad the eye poke was. Because you never really know. Hey, like, make a response. Then. I ain't never got poked in the eye as bad as these niggas get poked in the eye. I've okay, seen, yeah, you got a point. Yeah, I've seen a nigga get poked in the eye. And literally the whole finger was in the socket. Oh. Yeah, it, it gets bad. So who's, if you who's feel to say? like what we're saying is invalid, make a response video. I want to hear your. Nah, you I'm know, gonna I want to hear your snapshot yeah. of the nigga with the finger in the eye in this video. But oh, shit. um, they gotta run it back. Like there, there's oh, no most way. Fucking definitely. That that can't just slide like that. Um, granted, I think Sean O'Malley. I think that has to be a five round fight. First of all, yes. Sean O'Malley yes. was just starting to pick up his pace. Oh and it God! Was, it was also like what, round two. Yeah, it was literally like the second to last. Yeah, round. it was it was round two. He was just starting to pick up his pace, and we kind of um, snubbed out of seeing the uh, actual knockout or something like that. Yeah, but. They got to run it back. That's all I got to say on that. Wait, is O'Malley a champion? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. So I don't yeah. even think he, he's ranked, actually. So they only give champions five-round fights? Nah, if it's a main event, mm-hmm. if they headline in the card, then they get five rounds. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I understand. So next up, Robbie Lawler versus Brian, Brian Barberina. Now, Robbie Lawler is... Oh, man. That was a good fight. It was a really good <laughs> that fight. That was a good-ass like, fight. Like, before I even shit on anybody or say anything disrespectful, it was that a good fight. That was a really... That was a dog fight right there. Yes. That that was a gladiator fight. Yeah, Fuck the bullshit. Because, yo, that rope-a-dope, he was getting caught too he many times. He was getting caught, but at the same time, he was doing a good job. Oh, God. Like, I give him that because there was a point where he was like... And there was nothing here, and I'm like, "Oh shit, okay, this might work." It's our technique. Yeah, I was getting a little bit of hope, like, "Okay, this might work." But then once you start seeing them, yeah, pop, pop. Yo, it started to sound like thunder was cracking in that motherfucker. Yeah. Now I see what Kurtz be talking about. Let's get it cracking. That was the best thing about when um, and this is kind of weird to say, but that was the best thing that about when COVID happened is that there was no fans, so you can hear it just straight up. Like it's just like it's straight bottom yeah. body noises. <laughs> yeah, oh God. But Robbie Lawler was landing some good body shots and everything. He had like definitely had the more power in it, but you know, yeah. Brian Barbarina definitely had the Barbarino, more. Barbarino, um, he looked fucked up after the fight. He did, but he had to, he put the pace on Robbie Lawler like <laughs> he that did. ass. There's only so much that you can rope a dope before you get clocked in the face. And that's exactly what happened. He should have actually kept the pressure. If he would have kept the pressure and closed him in, like, on the gate, like, especially in, like, round, what what, what was it, round one or round two, when he was really applying the pressure? Round one. Okay, yeah. Like he kind of slowed down in round two. Round one, if he really would have actually backed him backed him in, closed him in, like, on the gate, oh, yeah, most yeah. definitely, and started going in like a dog, he would have won. Yeah, I think at this point, um, he has kind of ventured away from, even they were saying in during the fight, like Robbie Lawler's stance and the way he fights is completely different now. Does he fight like an old man now? No, nah, he actually fights like a younger dude, which is not necessarily his style. I mean, I guess he's trying to make it his style, but he's more bouncy on his feet and shit like that. But he's also, you see his defense, Some when somebody throws at him, Robbie Lawler sits still, rope-a-dope. Like, <laughs> that's, so, that's what so, it is. Okay, so his old style, was he uh, catching more L's and W's with his old style? or I mean, Robbie Lawler is 29 and 16, so he, he's taking oh, a bunch of L's. Yeah, but that, like I that's, said, a, it's a, it's a, that's like a 60-40 record. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible, but yeah. Robbie Lawler's been fighting since 2002. Yeah, so he's got that Masvidal It's been 20 years. Yeah, 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 it's been 20 years he's been fighting, so... Old dogs really can't learn new tricks a lot of the time. There nah, might be ex- yeah, yeah, exceptions. Right, right. There might be some exceptions, but for the most part, we don't see it. And uh, it was a good matchup, good fight. 
But sad to see Robbie Lawler lose. I think he should uh, actually retire. Yeah, 20 years I'm in sad game. that he did not retire that night. Yeah, I hate it when they don't retire. And I get it. You don't want to retire off a loss. Like, yeah, why, why, I get it. But yeah. if that was a retired, well, if that would have been a retirement fight, that was a good-ass fight, though. Uh, you need to watch more fights then. Robbie Lawler, watch Robbie Lawler v. Rory McDonald 2. Now, that was a dog fight. And it went five rounds. Yeah, that, that's going to be a little homework is like go, go back uh, and yeah, watch that. Nah, I watch that. Yeah, I watch that, that, nah, that yeah. fight was crazy. Especially that, while I'm taking a shit. Oh, yeah, there was I one point where that. like they both bloodied up. Rory McDonald's nose is practically broken. And they get in the middle of the octagon at the end of the round. Bell ring and they just looking at each other. Just spitting out blood. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, that shit get crazy, bro. No, nah, Robbie Lawler, if he did retire, like he would have all the respect in the world for sure. Yeah. He could he did really get start out his by own Nate camp. Diaz, but uh, but isn't Nate Diaz an actual like five boxer? Like nah, just standing nah, wise, just standing nah. wise. No, not not really. I mean, he he definitely has power and unorthodox strikes because when he throws his one two, it's almost like they're conjoined strikes. It's not a one boom two. It's a doo doo like at the same oh, time. Oh, he hit you with a super strike. Yeah, like he he hit you with both his hands practically at the same time. He called Conor McGregor with like he. It's really oh, unorthodox, but yeah. I don't really. I wouldn't say he's like even close to the top boxer in the UFC at all. I can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah, but um, no, nah, he should definitely retire. That's all I gotta say on that. Alex Pereira versus Sean Strickland. Now, god damn, this uh, fight only made me more excited to see. Pereira Alex Pereira versus, versus Edis- Adesanya Brown. Oh, okay. Wow. Now. Wait, wait. You said. Huh? What? <laughs> Alex Pereira is a nigga that knocked out Adesanya. And oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he beat him by decision and then he knocked him out in the second <gasps> oh, fight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And even when I watched that decision fight, Alex Pereira handily beat Adesanya. I don't know why Adesanya is Because so he's just built like that. that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> They're both tall. Alex Pereira has insane power. Like he literally caught Sean Strickland right here on the chin. Not even full flush. Not even like most of the fist. He caught him on the tip of the chin. Knocked him fuck down. Knocked him completely the fuck out. Like it was crazy. That was the best knockout of the card for sure. Well, really, it was like one of the only straight knockouts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. N- n- yeah, I mean, oh, Robbie yeah, yeah, because he really out, just he hit him with that overhand, yeah. uh, like, that overhand hook. He was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> yeah. bro!" His ears literally, yeah, <laughs> his the ears whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> and then he caught him with two more follow up strikes. Oh yeah, they weren't it's over needed. With. It it's really over wasn't. With. He was rocked to oblivion after the Wait, first. Wait, who's one. the dude? I can't. I hate that I can't remember fucking names right now. But the uh, Brazilian dude that he's blind. Not he has astigmatism, but he still be beating niggas' asses. Uh, Oliveira, Oliveira, yeah, 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 he's the champion. Yeah, I want to see him go against the dude that knocked out uh, Adesanya. New, wait, Nunez Oliveira is, is uh, Pereira. Pereira, my bad. That's not far fetched for a Brazilian, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nunez. That's not that's not far fetched. Okay, but um, he way bigger. Just just like oh you know, okay, way, all right, way all right. so they're two different fight classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Pro- I think weight classes. My bad. Welterweight, middle. He's two weight classes above um, Charles Oliveira. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, and I, I doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Countrymen yeah, no. don't really want to fight each other for the most part. That's why yeah. uh, Adesanya doesn't want to go down and try to fight uh, Usman just because Nigeria and shit. Yeah, it's like, bro, you my brother. Yeah, yeah, and we we both don't need to take. Rightfully a loss. so, it's three Nigerian champions right now. Yeah, there's no reason to put them against each other. But uh, that was open and shut. That was round one knockout. Like, uh, Sean Strickland was trying to parry the jab. And that's what led to the knockout is that he tried to parry a fake jab 
and then Alex Pereira went around with the well, it was a left hand, but you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> he went around with the uh with the hook and it's caught him straight on the chin. It was night night after slipped that. Slipped through that guard, bro. Yeah. It's, Wait, it's no, no, no. He went around the guard. Yeah. Not, not even because the guard was completely open. Like when you try to parry a jab, boom, it's down. Now oh, that whole yeah. chin is open. So, yeah, I mean, it was good conditioning by Alex Pereira. He he conditioned him to try to parry the jab. He's throwing out a bunch of jabs, and tried the wrong time. Got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> he got Next knocked fight, the man. Fuck out. Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovski. Now Bruh. I was sad to see Bruh, that. That was a fucking. That was a fight. Okay, Brett. It was a good ass fight. Max got do- that guy dominated. He, I know he, he did. Got dominated, but it was a bad. respectful ass fight. It was a respectful ass domination. Nah, nah. Just yo, if you watched their first two fights and saw how close they were, that third fight being as lopsided as it was, because Max Holloway was not landing any damage. He probably caught him a few times, but it just seemed like he was kind of sloppy and slow. I know a lot of people. Like, analysis on this is different, but he just did not seem like the same Max. He I came in there. He wasn't as precise. He wasn't connecting on his strikes that much. Now, granted, Alexander is faster than him, but I feel like Alexander has always been faster than him since the first fight. I feel like he's been faster than him. It's just Max Holloway was more slick and more precise. He was actually landing. Now, to Alexander Volkanovsky's credit, though, um, way faster than Max Holloway. Yes. Way more powerful. Yes. He's straight up. He was talking shit at the beginning of the round, but he clarified, like, I wasn't trying to, like, bash him or nothing like that or talk shit about him. Yeah. He was trying to get in his own head because he feels like sometimes he has to remind himself how good he really is. Yeah. And uh, I respect him now. After, well, after the second fight with Alex, I mean, uh, Max, I respect him 100%. Uh, but a lot of people don't respect Alexander Volkanovsky. There are still people thinking that. Bruh. Max before well, before this fight, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's yeah, still yeah. Th- uh, people thinking that Max Holloway was the uncrowned champ and he deserved because the second fight was so so close that yeah. he, he could have won. I, I feel it though. Yeah, but after 21 wins on the road, like we really not gonna respect him. <laughs> like, bro, y'all gotta give this man his crop, yeah. his crops, his props, all right, and his credit. Yeah, most definitely. Like dead ass. I'm talking. I'm talking to you. Oh, yeah, God. you share it to somebody who hasn't. Yes, sir. Do it. And Alex, if you think um, we're wrong, meet us in the comments. Alex, Alexander is definitely um, in arguments to be one of the best featherweights of all time. Besides Go- Jose Aldo, he's still fighting right now, but it's not the same level. Uh, but I, I think Alexander Vol- Volkanovski has the the skills to, I think it's what, two more title defenses and he'll be matched up with Jose Aldo. So if, Wait, if, and, uh, who's Jose Aldo? He is a so you know when that the fight when Conor McGregor knocked somebody out in thirteen seconds. Yeah, that was Jose Aldo. Oh, yeah, he took that L personal. That was <laughs> that's the worst we've ever seen Jose Aldo though. But Conor got in his head so smooth that fight like oh, he he said it was you know I'm about games. to fuck your wife after this right? Yeah, it was the mind games, <laughs> bro. And he he caused Jose Aldo to try to reach in with some shit, step back, boom, it was over with thirteen seconds. Yeah, but. That's not to discredit Jose Aldo. If you really know him, if you're a fight fan, you know that Jose Aldo is was featherweight champion, first of all, reigned for, what, some years, more than five years. He was reigning champion for more than five years. He definitely got put respect on his name, but he actually beat Jose Aldo, Alexander Volkanovsky. He actually beat Jose what? Aldo, too. Yeah, but people Damn. still don't, they don't consider him 
as the goal of this division. Bruh, that's why he is so great. Yeah. That's what keeps him going. That's what fuels him. Look, shout out to that boy Volkanovski. Yeah. All right? People are like, for people to shit on you and just not believe in you for so long, even after you dead ass lost one time and went on a 22 fight win streak. Like, that's crazy, my nigga. Bruh, I know you believe in yourself, but nigga, even if all these other motherfuckers don't believe in you, I believe in you. I, I want you to know this. Yes, sir. I believe in you because you are a great fucking fighter. All right. On God, bro. Well God. disciplined. Israel Adesanya don't really have much to say on that. We all kind of thought we all kind of thought this was gonna happen. Uh, Izzy said he's having an off night, and he could. Huh? I said it was weak, but I was like, it's not weak. I was just being. I mean, it's yeah. It it was it was moderate. It was a it was a very technical kind of slow paced fight. Like nothing crazy really happened. I was expecting a knockout, straight up. I knew there was a possibility of a knockout, but for it to happen. I was no. thinking Cornelier was actually going to, like, get in there or at least rock his ass, like, one good time to where he leaves Adesanya stumbling I, or at least stunned. My thing is, I, I don't know if he was listening during my analysis, and I don't know if y'all Probably actually not. watch my Twitch or anything like that. I only have one viewer in there. Y'all niggas don't watch my shit. But <laughs> <laughs> it was a bot. Yeah, I'm God. So my whole thing was Jared Cannonier, and I think I talked to Marcus about this. Jared Cannonier is very stationary. Yeah. And he he sits on his punches. So if you do come in, and he counters you, pretty much night night. Like it's yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you might he get a, block knocked He off. is a dark skin ass nigga who is strong as fuck. All right, he has the strength of Nigeria and Africa behind him. All right. Oh damn, damn. That really is fucked up. Why don't you just use the front camera? And I kind of saw it coming, though I wanted to see Max Holloway win this 100%. Uh, Israel Adesanya, can't say really much. He did the same thing that we already thought he was going to do. Picked him Facts. apart from a range. Facts. Leg kicks. Jared Cannonier landed some good leg kicks, too. Um, the 2-1 for Israel Adesanya was working really well because uh, he's just so goddamn long. Like, oh, Jesus. And fast. So that that left hand i believe i think oh, he kept pump. popping his ass yeah and he'll pop it from like the farthest hand and it's just like boom like from a distance from far too so that's um, what that reach do can't say much about that he did ex- exceptionally well of course but uh that undertaker shit was head assy as fuck yeah all right yeah, so don't ever come out looking like seer ever again <laughs> i fuck with you adesanya you know i do Izzy, you my nigga. You fuck with Joe. Joe's my nigga. It's over association, bro. Yes, bro. So I'm gonna need you not to do no more like I, I'm not even gonna say white people shit, but nah. no more cringy shit, okay? No more cringy shit. I'm gonna please. leave you on skates like Elsa. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't oh condone. Oh my god, you yeah. sound like a house dad. That shit wasn't funny at all. Oh, it was cringe as fuck. <laughs> that was the cringiest shit I could hear on my in my life, bro. Like, come on, bro. Last thing I gotta say on this is that, bro, we gotta see Izzy versus Alex Brown. Oh that's, yeah, that's oh, yeah. a fight it's gotta that happen. has to happen. Yes, you can't so, run from the fade, bro. Early picks. Who you got? Alex, 
He was shattered. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like he knocking yeah. him out. It's kind of hard to say when we already seen him knock Izzy out. <laughs> yes, bro. He, they haven't they fought twice. They fought. Uh, yeah, uh, Alex won by decision the first time, and then yeah. the second time he knocked him out. Yeah, bro. He's just more aggressive than him, and obviously in body weight. Well, and uh, just. Physical size. stature, yeah. yeah, like size and also strength. Like, it's yeah. always a difference there. I think Izzy is probably more technical than him. Yeah, me but too. But brute strength, when it comes down to just throwing yeah. that bitch, oh, nah. <laughs> Kickboxers always have real technical striking. Yeah. Like, we see Izzy all the time. Even even with Alex Pereira, he might look like the power guy, but the conditioning that led up to the knockout is something that's kind of undermined when you see somebody just, boom, knock him out. Yeah, it's I like can, it's, I can it's really never that. as simple as that. It was the jab, 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 boom, because he thought it was a parry. Yeah. Like, he's technical, too, but I do think Izzy is more he's, more of a distance yeah. fighter because Alex Pereira, he can attack from a distance. He's also tall. But he'll get in there. Yeah, he get in there with yeah. them fucking power strikes. He has like, no <laughs> problem with getting in there. And he, that's that's the thing, too. He fight like a short nigga. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right? But that's the thing, too. Like, it feels like everybody that fights Izzy is scared to get in there. And this yeah. is the one time we have somebody that we know is like he not bro. He already have, I guess, the ego boost of beating him twice. Yeah, like he's already as tall as Izzy he's and on more that powerful high horse right now. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Dead ass. But man, uh, I know y'all didn't come here for all this. I might even just cut out if I start rambling in this shit. It, look, just know last night was a really good card. It was. Right? It was a really good card. Oh, but what? Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Cold bloody. Oh, Jesus. Liquor, but yeah. I, I no, we're not going to talk about that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but usually you hear, you see somebody post it or something like that. Yeah, it would be in the algorithm. Yeah. Like you, as as hip-hop fans and shit. Yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But as hip-hop fans and shit, usually it just pop up on your timeline. But I didn't see anything about it whatsoever. Now, it's obviously not the. It's it's obviously um we one of the few that was, is like this because two hundred thousand people have seen these videos. Yeah, I'm gonna say before I get into my individual um criticisms that I am thoroughly imp- impressed. Yeah, I didn't think any of them besides Babyface Ray. Oh God. Anyway, that's about it. That's literally about it. Big Thirty. I mean, I knew what it was when. Yeah, uh, we yeah. know what it is from the jump, bro. But. I didn't expect much from all of them, but based off my expectations, they all exceeded them. They all did better than I, I thought they was. Yeah, but I genuinely felt like, um, what was the coochie bitch? Not coochie bitch, but um, what's her name? Dochi. Dochi. No, Dochi. Yeah. She yeah. started on some Nikki shit. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Dochi, like, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know what to say about her. Like, I, You thought it was bad? I'm not going to say I thought it was bad. I just feel like it was a little extra without the beat. If the beat was there, then it would make sense. But hearing that, it's like hearing something out of context. Like you in the club and all you hear is, bro, you know, I'll never ES, but you know, I might ES that one time. Then the music (laughs) cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Huh, nigga? Yeah. Yeah, I I can definitely feel that. Um, Based off her music, I, I expected her to come like that. Just because that's her, how her music sounds. I've never listened to her music. So yeah, I, I mean, it's not something I will be telling you to go check for. It's yeah. <laughs> Is it Coochie music? I don't, yeah, it's not. It's actually not. Oh, okay. So um, I would actually check it out since it's not Coochie music. Yeah, but it's, it's still, like, 
Yeah, put that on a t-shirt. If yeah, you didn't think, music. um, yeah, right. <laughs> if you didn't think her freestyle was good, you probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't think her music. No, nah, I didn't good. think her freestyle was bad. I thought. But it you was, didn't think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was like. You think you'd fuck with it if it was over a beat? If it was the right beat, yeah. It's like then I can actually see where the fuck she's like going or what range or what angle she's really trying to play with the shit. Like I get how she was trying to flip use wordplay and shit like that or really just change the cadence or change her voice and shit on some Nicki yeah. shit. Like I get it. Like that's not bad and all, but if you hear monster like Nicki's verse yeah. without a beat, yeah. You're not going to want to listen to that. Probably, yeah. So yeah, I got no. I get. I get where you getting at with this here for sure. Yeah, I don't necessarily like the whole acapella thing either, but that gives the excuse of if a beat is hard and nigga on it, it's like oh, it's it was just a beat, bro. It's not your actual talent. Yeah. Now, but we still gotta wait for those uh, live freestyles too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cyphers is. Um, That's what I can't wait for. But I already know they're gonna have to redo them bitches. Like, I, four the, five, I don't see any. Times. I don't see how they gonna have chemistry there. But the only like, and it's it's, it's I can say it with like two different with two people. What you mean? Like, what big like big scar and probably babyface Ray. I feel like they'll probably like have I some can chemistry. See that. Yeah, yeah. Nardo Wick and or probably one of them. I was gonna say Nardo Wick and Big Scar. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely see that. I, Callie yeah. and probably uh, Dochi. I could see that. Yeah, but the thing, my thing is like. I think we get to a point where we're just going to compare all classes to 2016. Because that, that was, was one of the best, best classes like, ever, one nigga. Of the literal best classes. Dead ass. Everybody from that class had a, like, you know, Lil Yachty is debatable now. Yeah, of But <laughs> had or has, a, even Anderson Pac was on that class, which it wasn't the best performance, judging but. off his music now. Like, now I'm a fan. I'm yeah. a I'm a fan now, but when I heard his freestyle in 2016, I was like, nobody wow. was trying to listen to that. Why is he here? Who the fuck I is took this? your mama to <laughs> I took your mama to Grace. <laughs> <laughs> she ate the kachunga. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he talking hey, about, bro? You talking some white people bars? I don't know what the fuck you talking about, dude. But he definitely changed my perception. Like his his whole style of music. Maybe oh, no. well, when he got with Bruno Mars, he turned yeah, the fuck found up. his real sound. Yes. Like, yeah, that's when it was like, okay, I'm a fan now. Yes, but 2016 had just one of the best chemistries too, especially with the cipher. Like the chemistry, that. just even little Dicky, he got out there. Yeah, and he was actually like hitting. Yeah, exactly, yeah. bro. Everybody performed uh, 2016. So at this point, at that point on. It's, it's hard to not compare these classes to 2016, even, even though we've never seen that again. Shit, even we can go back to the BET ciphers, dude. Oh, like, man. Bruh, what? The best First one all, still was... Of course they do. Oh. Well, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't watch BET. I know, like, the last time I did see one, Carlos Miller, basically, like, the all the Wild and Outcast was... He was really rapping? Yeah. It was actually, like, rapping for real. Like, yeah. Like, even Jess Hilarious, like, went up there and spit a little 16. I, I respect like, her. I feel like she gets shitted on a lot, but I, I it's just because of the her. accent. That's it. The accent. I, I know it's not the accent. I'm just yeah. I'm gonna say that. But <laughs> nah, for real. Like Jess Hilarious is really funny, and sh- I don't know what it is. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah, but and she's fine. She kind of cute too. She kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, like I definitely yeah. She make a lot of fucking memes now, and I don't. 
I, I wouldn't pull out though. I, I keep it a G. I What's up with that? Out. Why wouldn't you want to pull out? <laughs> because I want to. I want to have a bad bitch as a baby mama too. Like all these other niggas sitting here doing it. Like shit. I want to get one before all the good ones are gone. Like shit. That's, I guess that's valid. I, I might marry her. That's ain't nothing wrong with that. It's like an eighty percent chance that she. But you just sound me. like one of them niggas that you said trap bitches. You said it. last <laughs> podcast or yeah yes. last podcast. You like some of these niggas, they just want to trap you, and, and you yes. sound like one of the niggas right <laughs> yes. now. <laughs> yes, Doja Cat getting trapped. Hey man, <laughs> not everybody's playing. opportunistic, bro. Uh, no, wait, nah, 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 nah fuck That's that. exactly what it is. What but the look, fuck look, you trying to call look. it? What do you want to call it? I only have look, look, look. There's oh, just for the viewers to actually truly understand this. I'm right? opportunistic, like a motherfucker. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, bro. Look, I'm only going to be an opportunist. With certain individuals, Doja Cat definitely worth it because I'm no Doja Cat is fine, yeah, yeah, I'm she's super fine, like <laughs> talented, fine, funny oh. sometimes. She makes racial, yes. like insensitive jokes, which and I don't I, I care, fuck with that. yeah, yeah, like, yeah actually, I just yeah. let it fly. I grew up on South Park, dude, yeah, that's that's my that's my <laughs> stilo right there, so yeah, I can definitely <laughs> oh, see Do- Doja Cat for sure, yes, bro, like she's getting trapped, yes, <laughs> fuck that. If you said uh, that's Nicki such Ma- a crazy thing <laughs> to say, though, <laughs> if you like, said Nicki Minaj, I'd be like. Mm. Nah. So she like you know got a baby now. I'm married. happy for. Her. I'm happy for. Like, her, but genuinely, the a lot of these manosphere podcasts they say um, once a woman has a kid, her stock goes down. Man, and that I is didn't bullshit. I didn't think that was true. But if I'm relating it to how I feel about Rihanna or Nicki Minaj, I used to think those are the baddest bitches in the game. Yeah. Even Sierra, I used to think they were the baddest. It's when they had kids, it was like. Uh, You're no longer at the top of that list now. Doja Cat is up there, and like Nicki Minaj and Rihanna is kind of like I, I get it, but it's like five, I'm but not, not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Rihanna, she is a little more sexier now that she had a kid. Because I know it's like, bruh. I mean, ASAP Rocky. He said, "Bruh, I'm gonna leave my fucking <laughs> stamp, bro." Like, you don't think he dropped her? Being late to performances and okay, everything. You know, I'm coming to this. Oh Jesus, wait, <laughs> bruh. You you don't think he trapped her? I guess it's kind of different when it's like. The woman is in a completely different tax bracket. So if you're talking respect, about Trapper respect, Rihanna, yeah. then it's like, okay, you're an opportunist. And you <laughs> you did that because she's a bad bitch and a lot of niggas want her. <laughs> look, like, look, fuck the bag. It's just about you, baby. Like, that's all I you need. You don't even know her, though. Who, Doja? Any of these bitches. Yeah, that, of course well, I don't. Any of these established black women. Okay, one, of course I would never truly know an artist until, like, A, we interview him and shit. Shout out to... Matt K to K baby, yes, you know, sir. coming through. Shout out. Also, like I, I completely understand that, but for the most part, if you watch interviews and shit like that, it'll give you like a dissociation of, oh, I kind of know this person, but you're really only knowing of this person and what they're really showing you or exposing. Yeah, but I'm still trapping her. He but you have to admit up, that right? it's about the status. It, it has to be. No, it's, she's fine. She fine as hell. Don't you think there's like fine bitches literally everywhere? Yeah, you can find a bitch that has no status. That's yes, there is. Yes, Rihanna. there are fine women out here all the time. Yes, yeah. all around the world. Exactly. Yes. So you trapping but those it's bitches? Only so, you but, trapping those bitches but, too? No, but it's only <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying it to depends. make you admit that it it's depends. about the status. Like I'm not even okay. All right, all right. Rihanna, yes, that is completely yeah. about the status. I yeah. can't even lie. Beyonce, it would be about the status. Respectfully, Jay Z, don't send the Jay Z the uh, Rockefeller goons. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm sorry. Go like, check your ass about that. Please, you got it. All right. Countdown is my favorite song. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oh God. But at the end of the day, it's like 
with Doja Cat, for me personally, it's not about the status. It's literally like her on how she literally shows herself, show offs herself. Yeah, I get like it. In the anime type shit, Plays cosplay, video games, shit video, like that. Yeah, yeah, she eat, she eat good. Yeah, yeah, you eat like I eat. So have you ever met? You but have you ever met that. a female? And I guess I, I definitely uh, agree with your standpoint on that. Like about Doja Cat. Yeah, specifically, not nah, really. Completely any other understand it. Yeah, but um, have, haven't you ever met a girl that just seemed like she was the one? And you actually get with her, and it's like, wow, I just yes. made the wrong decision. <laughs> like, yes. So, like, yo, I kid you not, real story. All right, real oh, story. Damn, bro. <laughs> I got with this chick one time. All right, and we actually said fucking, we rocked out, was in a relationship, and blah 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 blah. Now, for the first two years, all right, I was like, fuck it, I'm in heaven because I said, suck daddy dick, and she sucked this dick like yeah. dead I, ass. Hey. Like, bro, and then she's just bro. like, she just stopped. She was like, oh, yeah, I did. I don't really like doing all that. I just did that, you know, because, you know, like, she I trapped your ass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she said straight up, yeah, I just trapped your ass. That's it. Both like, women and men do it. Whore. We do certain things to impress you when we first start dating you, whether it's a woman or a man. This is not gender specific. Yeah. We do certain things to impress you. And then after that, and this is not saying that it's either me or you. This, yeah. I'm just, as a collective. After that, you get complacent, all that shit go out the window. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that's when that happy weight starts yeah. kicking in. Because oh, niggas God. get lazy. Complacent. Like, just, right, I, bro, look, look, <laughs> I love you, bitch. Damn. But the thing about it. Oh, both, what? What the fuck happened? I don't know. What the hell? It wasn't recorded. What the fuck? That is. Oh, no. Okay, no. it was. Okay. I probably got to restart. Yeah. I'm going because shit, it's going to be two different angles. But both women and men, though. Shit, I got a burp. Hold up. My bad, y'all. Both women and men, if you do certain things to keep your lady or your man, or not to keep, if you do certain things to get your lady or your man, you have to do those same things to keep them. Like, straight up. Or the relationship is just going to get depressing. Like, yes. literally depressing. And yes. he's gonna look at. He's probably not even gonna say this, but he's gonna look at you like, "Damn, you don't do those those things that you used to do." Like, oh God, it's it's just a completely different thing when you've been with somebody for a long time. I can attest to that. Like, there's certain things, there's certain places where I get complacent, where I'm just she like, does, I'm not doing all that. Baby. Yeah, she does certain things for me, so I don't really expect to have to do them and yeah. stuff like that. It, I get it. I've been in a relationship for four years now, so I completely understand, but. It gets to a point where your relationship starts to feel dull and you feel it going down, like downhill. Yeah. I think that's just with any relationship. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely feel the vibes. You've been with somebody for four years, five years, yeah. three years, maybe. Like you start feeling it when there's something wrong in a relationship. Oh, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> you, you definitely feel the vibe of like something's. Something's down. off. Yeah, yeah, something's off. When you definitely know your significant other and shit like that, there's no way that. Yeah, after a certain, uh, after a certain point, once you are around a person for hex amount of time, and you're talking to them for damn near, damn near, or every day, if not. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a whole difference. Yeah, and that's why, I like, looking back on the podcast, where it was just a bullshit conversation, a theoretical conversation of. Yeah. I think it was, what would you do if your woman was cheating on you or something? Yeah. And I asked, um, how would you know 
and your your answer ultimately after all the bullshit. You, y'all know he be rambling. I should. I yeah, should, I'm like, sorry, y'all. I should put his fool like. Don't do that. <laughs> nigga, Don't be that petty. Yo, he'd be saying he'd say some true shit, ramble, repeat what he already said, some bullshit, some terrible analogy, and then go back to saying like some real shit. Everything in the middle is just bullshit. I don't even need to do that. But you Bro, said you petty as fuck. <laughs> you said ultimately though that you know your partner, and though at the time I'm like this nigga's full of shit. Like <laughs> you don't know anybody for real. Like at, at the my I think maybe a, in a pessimistic fashion where I believe that anybody has the capabilities of doing anything to you. Oh, of course. But on an, on another note, when you've been with somebody for long enough. It, it is a sort of thing like, okay, if she was cheating on me, I would feel it. I would literally feel in my soul that something's going wrong in this relationship or I'm not doing something. She, uh, she's expecting something from me that I'm not delivering, something like that. You would feel that if you've been with somebody for super long. Yeah. So now uh, looking at it at a broader uh, in, a, in a broader lens, I definitely respect that standpoint on that, even though I believe that anybody still has the capacity to cheat on you. But anybody has the capacity to do anything and everything they want to do. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that it's impossible, but it's just. Oh, yeah, I roast you if you did that. You're a simp if you said that. What, saying it's impossible? Yeah. Oh, nigga, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> you said it's impossible? That's a whole nother level. What? No, no. But to just say like that you. Kevin Samuels would have a whole field day with this whole McDonald's <laughs> shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, that's Every Manosphere <laughs> channel is going to come to this and be like, oh, hell, you hear this beta? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking blue pill, black pill beta? <laughs> you purple pill ass <laughs> nigga. <laughs> but. With the context of I know my partner and knowing that how long you've been with your girl and shit. Yeah. Right or wrong, you know, ups and downs and shit. It's those uncomfortable conversations. That's what really, like, plays a part. I think um, a lot. And to be honest with y'all, we ain't got that much hip hop today. Double XL is practically all I could find. Uh, there's a couple of mentions I'm going to have towards the end of this podcast. Yeah, definitely. You know, black excellence and whatnot. But other Shout than that. Shout out to Jamari as well. Um, Like I said, I did want to switch the format anyway, but. A lot of these Manosphere podcasts talk in a way that I, th- I guess oh, they we don't can really like we can really rant on that real quick. Yeah, we can. Yeah. We can be the anti Manosphere podcast, bro. Yeah. And actually bring some damn. Uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? A common ground or yeah. at least some balance to this shit. Because a problem with a lot of podcasts, there's no common ground. It's like. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I have to say this before I forget. I do mm-hmm. apologize for interrupting right. you. But just to fresh and fit saying, oh, there, don't, there's only 10% of men that's actually getting pussy out here and that's making six figures and blah, blah, blah. Dude, I can get pussy whenever the fuck I want to. And no, I am definitely not making six figures. All right? I'm damn near six figures in debt right now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I got a credit score and I got a good ass car and I pay my bills. Nigga, whatever the fuck y'all are talking about is literally on some Miami bullshit where yeah. you're literally in the motherland of hot girls, all right? They live and in a fucking bubble. Fucking comforters. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, look, comforters fire as fuck, too. Just random as shit. But uh, shout out to the Bahamians out there, all right? Yes, but sir. real shit, get out of your bubble and actually expand your mind and not and try not to just say something just to get controversy or just to get views and shit because at the end of the day yes that is gonna make a difference in how much you're getting paid and shit from youtube but 
if you want a core fan base that actually fucks with you, whether the within the good or wait, whether the good or the bad, then you should genuinely just be yourself. Don't try, don't try to sit here and put on a facade or put on a front and act like, oh, I don't buy pussy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I, mean, I, I get all bitches I that, want. I like, think it's proven that they pay for pussy. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, dude, don't sit here and try to groom a man or try to tell him what he should be doing when you're doing the complete opposite. Granted, you exactly. are working oh, out. Bad. I gotta cut you off. Do your thing. Yeah. Go what, ahead. Um, what was his name? Derek Jackson. Yes. Bruh, he was point. a whole. Bitch, bro. To, to oh, your point, oh, he was Jesus. saying all this shit and turned and he out he was cheating on his wife. Yes, so with, like, and bro. she over there with that ugly ass bonnet on. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga made her get in that oh, video. Come on, no. man. Come on, we was joking. Yeah, oh God. Oh, ah, oh, come on, dog. Fucking hey, you want to just use that phone? Hell no. I mean, yeah, it's it's a big switch in quality, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, I, yeah, bro. I, I definitely agree, but it's all it's also a, a part. I believe a lot of these problems is men's fault, ultimately. Yeah, because it's just us not building up our boundaries or at least explaining or having boundaries and not holding our women and this is to that standard just another disclaimer because yeah it's not a blanket statement i'm not even talking about myself because honestly i have a really good relationship though we kind of toxic at points she does like i don't have these same problems that manosphere podcast talk about when it comes to women i don't have yeah. these problems my girl cooks for me she she washes my clothes like <laughs> like well, she, you got a good one bro yeah she she works a decent job like make yeah. decent money like, I, I don't have these problems like both of y'all doing what y'all gotta do yeah i don't i don't have these problems at all and i think they talk in a way where matter of fact i'm gonna let you get back to what you was talking about too because my whole point was Derek jackson oh, okay. being the exact opposite of what he was preaching to all these men he was actually cheating on and then forced her into a fucking Apology uh, video Telling like, me this <laughs> And telling me that Yeah <laughs> Practice Turns what out, you preach <laughs> And who's gonna believe you If you're not Nobody Exactly So like Just like The front of being a Influencer Slash Motivational speaker Cause that's kinda what They wanna be Is Preaching to the men First of it I mean yeah, Preaching yeah, to yeah. the men Of how to How to be better men Or you know Shit like that You can't speak you can't speak in a way of a life that you're not living. Facts. Because it's just, it's an inauthentic. Like That's why I say uh, Kevin Samuels was gone too soon. Yeah, for sure. I, like, I love ass. Kevin Samuels. Yes. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm against the Manosphere. Yes. Because I, pr- like, I think they preach. I'm a, I'm a purple pill ass nigga. What exactly is purple pill? Like, I. In between? Yeah. Like, I, I, I take their, I take the Manosphere's advice with a grain of salt, but yeah. also I respect a part of. Um, what's the shit for uh, we, we women, uh, feminists? Yeah, yeah feminism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I understand feminist feminism in a way as well. So yeah. it's like I'm a natural. Wait, I'm a balance because one, I was raised by a woman or yeah. raised by a single mother with a male influence in the house, but he wasn't the best male mo- role model. But at the end of the day, I'm still a male, and I have to figure this shit out on my own. Yeah. So. That's why I say I'm balanced because I don't know it all. A wise man does not know everything. Yeah. 
and even to even ever preach in a way that you actually know what the fuck because those statistics on and most of it be from their experience and that's never 100 percent true your experience Facts. is never 100 percent true yo 10 black people can tell me that white people are just straight up racist it's inherently just a part of their dna i've never had a bad experience with a white person i've had no, I've had I've had a bad experience. As in what though? Like a racial type of thing? No, it wasn't too it wasn't racial, but it was I mean, just like more so racist. like it was just more so like, bitch, I beat the shit out your ass. You better oh, watch I who mean, the fuck you talking to. You have that with black people. That's I mean like in a racial standpoint. Have you ever oh, had a, oh, 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 that's like, what I mean. Like that's me what I'm saying. Like ten people like, could oh. tell me that <laughs> white people are racist inherently. If you work at a call center, yeah, you go on Twitter uh, yeah, session. I definitely yeah. I but never face to face, no. I never, never worked it. Never. I'm sure they're scared. But yes. I, I never worked the call center <laughs> job, but I'm pretty sure over the phone they have all the balls in the world to just yes. say nigger and all this other shit. Yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But Nobody's experience is 100% true, and it also depends on your demographic of people that you live around, the yeah. area. It's a whole bunch of different outliers that nobody ever considers, despite, and that kind of goes back to this fresh and fit thing. Like, yo, have you ever thought that the reason why these women have as much power as they do is that there's niggas that probably even watch our podcast <laughs> that give them that power? Yes, like, y'all, you have to acknowledge that. You ever think about that, Myron? Even, even the question of what do you bring to the table? I think it's stupid. No, 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 no. That's a that's a No, let me tell you why and I'm Go ahead. I'm, yeah, 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 my bad. I think it's stupid because I think you should have already known what she brings to the table before you even have to feel like you asked that question. But you that, met her, you got her vibe and all this other shit. True. Why does it why did, for you it's taking all the blame off of men? For vetting the women that they want to be with and have kids with and be married to. Okay. You should already know this stuff before you even get to the situation where it's a bad thing. So here's my standpoint on that. The what do you bring to the table debate, quote unquote. Really, if you just change the words, it's a lot better. Like, okay, what do you bring into the relationship that I'm bringing as well? Like, nope. basically, what do, you, what do you have going for yourself? What do you have? What goals do you have? What aspirations are you working towards? Where but do you see yourself be, in five years? What I'm saying is for it to be, a, and I get you, but yeah. for it to be a relationship, you should already know what she brings to the table. You can't know that within three months. You should. Like, you can, no, no, no. You <laughs> can keep the red flag. Look, realistically speaking, you will never know a hundred realistically speaking you will never know 100% of a person it doesn't matter if you're with them for 20 30 fucking years you will never know 100% of that person only depending on how transparent they are about their emotions but I'm gonna say personally in that aspect uh damn I'm, I'm trying not you, to make you would say that because it. you would say that because people don't show their 100% true colors when they get into these relationships. Yes. And it's so like, you're keeping you... that honey. It's the honeymoon, fa the honeymoon phase, the yeah. cupcake phase. I agree. Yeah. And then like after those three months, then wore off. Now you really have, yeah, I'd say personally, it takes at least a year to get to know somebody or when you move in with them. Okay. Point two of, of why it's a dumb question. Okay. Even if that, cause I agree with you. The honeymoon phase is, is kind of a face. Like you, sh you have, you have a mask on. It's not necessarily yeah, 100% you. Got the you got bu butterflies yeah, and shit. You're not showing how lazy you are when you, when it comes to certain things. You're not showing all this stuff. You yeah, showing you're a, trying to show the fuck out. 100% initiative. That's what it is. Yes. You're applying pressure. Like these lazy bitches say, applying pressure. But even if that is true, 
if you ask that question, what makes you think you're going to get a, a honest response? It all depends. It's on an the awkward comfort. question, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it depends on the comfort level. Just like I would say this personally, subjectively speaking, people, when they come around me or at least certain individuals, they're comfortable because I'm giving off that vibe of I'm not judging you. Whatever you've done in the past is that's you. And nine times out of ten, if you didn't do that shit, you wouldn't be the person you are today. Yeah. So I can second that. Yeah. I, I, I feel like um, around you, people get the sense of not only that he you're not judging me, you being, you know. Yeah, yeah I get it. You're not judging me, but you don't care if I judge you. You don't like you would say what you what the fuck you want to say. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if it's offensive, you probably yeah. won't say it. But <laughs> no, nah, nah, I've said some offensive <laughs> shit. <laughs> but even so, you would say whatever the fuck you want to say, and it gives gives people the vibe. Okay, he doesn't care about yeah. judgment. Right. People be, being yeah, be your fucking self because you can only be the best. You you got three masks in this world. All right. You have the mask that you show your close your family. You have the mask that you show your close friends, and you have the mask that you show yourself in the fucking mirror. All right. Like dead ass. If you're around, if you're around any one of those two, because the last mask you're not supposed to show anybody. Real shit. My bad if I prematurely flipped y'all off. But <laughs> 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 the last mask is for you and you alone. But even if in that second mask, just showing people or showing friends and shit like that, who you really are, be yourself and be unapologetic about it. Like, not unless it's like really fucking offensive. But even so, though, like Sean Strickland, where he was on a press conference saying all this shit about Asian people and gay people, (laughs) he was intensely racist and like prejudiced and shit. But I respect it because he was 100% him. Yeah. But to the point. Do you agree that what do you bring to the table is an awkward and a lot of times dumb question? Because one, a woman probably never thought of it. You probably never even thought about what the fuck you can bring to the I'll, table. I'll say that. Nah, fuck that. I think about that all no, the time. No, I'm not talking that, about that's you, my, but like, yeah, that's my, men, yeah, men that's my uh, that. fucking anxiety. I, like, yeah. I, 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 take <laughs> <laughs> I take that. I take that. Imagine a woman one that's day like, what do you bring issues. to the table? <laughs> you just like, uh, I bring some dick and some waffles. <laughs> A 401k Fuck you mean? It's almost a double edged sword Like how could women Even answer the question though Not I, when it comes to you But when it comes to these Like the, the video I was watching earlier Coming up to random people On the street Like what do you bring To the table No this is This is uh, Not to interrupt you But this is uh, oh, Okay cool So this is my Open and shut about it The what do you bring To the table Question Is an awkward ass question That isn't something That you just That you should just Outright ask somebody that's yeah. something that you should just okay so where do you see yourself in five years instead of just asking them but that, see that sounds like a job it's interview. not a, yeah thank you i was yeah. just about to say that like <laughs> it's not a fucking job interview dude like granted i get it you're not trying to waste your time and time is an is time and money is a in is an investment or relationship in general is an investment love takes time and work yeah that's so what it is. i get you're not trying to waste your time but love is a risk Marriage is a risk. I don't think love. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. Love is a risk. At a certain point, when you get older, I don't think it's that much of a risk. I mean, you get heartbroken, but you gotta learn how to move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I give you that. Yeah, I we have that. ups and downs of life. You just gotta learn that that comes with the territory. If living on this earth, like every single day, we're taking a risk. No, every, true facts. When you driving true a facts. car, you taking a risk. Like <laughs> you fucking true fucking facts. Like, Almost got of, hit today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially in Atlanta. So yes. like you taking a risk every single day. I, I wouldn't say that love is. 
out of all the risks that we take every day, it's kind of on the bottom of that scale. Nah. It's just something you got to learn how to take them and move on. You got to learn how to take rejection and move on. Yeah. Like, oh, look, also to you manosphere motherfuckers out here and also you incels that's been rejected too many fucking times because you're fucking creepy. All right. Not to all of them, obviously. But if you genuinely get a fucking haircut and change <laughs> your outfits and actually smell like some rich dick, then maybe... I don't think that's true. Nah, nah, fuck that. Maybe. Just maybe. Oh, also, be your fucking self. A woman, even if you're, like, awkward right, and shit... you ain't got to hammer that home, bro. Nah, you, fuck be that. Be yourself. <laughs> we get it. You be yourself, bro. <laughs> Look, we get even it. if you're awkward on some bullshit, like, it, it's all right. They really find that cute. Like, real shit. They find some women, not all, yeah. but some women find that attractive. So, genuinely, just be be your nerdy self. And that goes back to like learning how to take rejection because not everybody's going to like you. Oh, Jesus. Not everybody's, not everybody's gonna, supposed to like you. Yeah. Not, not everybody's going to just get those vibes that you're giving off. Like, but there's some women out there that's going to find that attractive. Yes, it is. It really is. It's We're a, not in a world of women that's just materialistic and opportunistic and they just want to get you for your money. Yes. That's not the world we live in. That's probably the world they live in. Oh, God. Because you're in fucking Miami. Exactly. That's because that's <laughs> the women Vegas, that they're around. You're in fucking California. Uh, California. Yeah, that's the, that's the bubble. The yes. When you're in a bubble, I, I, I know it's hard to see anything outside of that. For a long time, I thought that black people was taking over and it was more population of black people. In reality, it's only like 18% black people in the United States. Facts. But because we live in Atlanta and we see fucking black people So many fucking black people. You can think like, that. Yeah, it's just our bubble. Yeah, exactly. Bro. What? Oh, oh, I thought uh, she was going to finish uh, your point. No, I, was oh, lo- okay. I was looking at the time and oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can, but, I can keep talking all day. But look, 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 realistically speaking, you're right. If you once you get outside of your bubble and you actually examine the world for what it is, then, yeah, you'll definitely get a better perception on shit. Because realistically speaking, just like you said earlier, the world is not full of fucking gold diggers. It's all depending yeah. on who you attract and also who you run <laughs> into. Because in all honesty... You genuinely do not have to deal with that type of female. If she's a gold digger, if she's the type of person that's, oh, I like a nigga with money and I'm not mad about it. Okay, you do not have to deal with that. That's something that you want to deal with or, you know what, nah. In all honesty, humans love what they can't get. And I think it's kind of ironic that the manosphere is kind of birthed from men, ultimately, and not all of them. I respect some of them. I feel like at least 60% of them were hurt. They, they're basically mad that there's a problem of women that have preferences. They what is wrong with that? If she wants a nigga that want a lot of money, I can't be mad at that. At I'm all. just not that nigga. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I tell him straight up, I'm like, look, even if you look at me as a broke nigga or some shit, I handle my responsibilities. Yeah, at so the end of the day, like, I I'm am just who not I am. that guy. Like, I, I am who I am. And now, if I'm you not, hit me in about like five, six years, like, shit gonna be different and shit. You I know, ain't respecting baby? that. Yeah. Nah, if, if a female came up to you, right? Yeah. She came up to you as like, no, you came up to her. Okay. You thought she was fine. You got her vibe, whatever. You you tried to talk to her, you know, um, get in a relationship, whatever the case is. Yeah. She dub you. Five years later, you up. She tried to come back. You respecting that? I'm a hit. I mean, of course. <laughs> That's it. Course. You, you got to get that. <laughs> You gotta get that groupie love. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh Jesus, bro! You, you just get know, that. Wait, once we start popping, we don't get like podcast pussy. Yeah. You get like first single pussy. You get freestyle pussy. Yeah. Yes, bro. Freestyle like pussy. yes, bro. <laughs> Westside Boogie said it himself. Shout out to No Jumper. All right. <laughs> hey man, I, I don't. I just don't agree with the whole. Um, and females do this too, but it's an inflection 
uh, influx. Influx. It's an influx on men coming out on podcasts and having these really kind of exaggerated claims on how women are based on their experience. But they have to be controversial though. And there's but they're speaking to a bunch of niggas that ain't fucked shit before, don't have much experience with <laughs> or women. Or if they did fuck something, not fuck something, I'm sorry. Or if they did fuck somebody or some woman, there was definitely probably like a four, a three or a four, something that wasn't, someone that wasn't per they don't se deem that the, was fine as yeah, hell, yeah, for lack right. of better words. The personality really does reign, like, reign key. Like, it I does, and cap. people don't realize that to the end. you so, like, I'm I'm kind of a part of this. I am a little bit like you shallow. Yeah, I'm shallow too. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I think that's a part of what comes with age a little bit and just experience. Yeah. Because from my experience, the sexiest women I've ever dated Have were dull. Zero personality. They were super dull. It was more like arm candy. It's yes. not necessarily that's a trophy wife. Shit, I would never marry him, but I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at the end of the day, um. Speaking in general generalizations is where you sound dumb. I, that's why when I listen back to our Diamond interview, shout out to her. We're going to get her back on here. Yes, yeah, She's supposed to be on here uh, last week. Wait, she'll be on here, I think, Tuesday. Tuesday will be the day we can. Oh, we can actually get two interviews uh, this week. Okay, so yeah. Tuesday is when we uh expecting to see her. She'll be back on here. But I noticed not even just her, not Shania, not you, not me, but all of us who are speaking in generalizations on even the questions were based in generalizations Facts. on what the fuck like a woman should be doing or a nigga should be doing. At the end of the day, it depends on your relationship. Yes, bro. Gender roles are really okay. Don't get me wrong. Gender roles—they no, 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 no. They're not outdated. Gender roles play a certain—they play a certain role in society or in a relationship. But you're not supposed to base your relationship off of um, gender roles. I, I say it's outdated because. Like I said, it depends on the relationship. Like I can respect a that. nigga like shout out to Marcus. A nigga like Marcus, he doesn't mind his traditional relationship. Shout out to baby Pluto. He doesn't mind that at all. Like he he's cool with a traditional relationship. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I cook and I clean for myself. And now that I got in a relationship, I got complacent, of course. Yeah. And it, she it, does a lot like of the that. cooking it, and cleaning. Like that, yeah. But <laughs> I can cook. I would argue that I cook better than Shania. I can clean. I like I can do this stuff for myself. You're not throwing shit out. That's important. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and putting shit, putting shit places where yo, I yo, forget yo. where they at. Why you playing? Why you playing? Uh, my second mom, her husband, uh, John, he actually be throwing shit out. That's why he doesn't keep clutter like around yeah. his house and shit. And he even said, "Yo, that's one of my problems. I throw shit out and I don't even look to see if it's important." Yeah, it's not. It's not a. Pr- like, it's not yeah, a primarily it, it, woman. It thing. happens. Yeah, it's just a, a personality thing. And yeah. When we clean, we clean different. That's all that is. There's nothing about genders, genders in that role. What's in that? that case, but um, what the fuck was I saying? Gender roles, uh, Shania. Oh, I, I say they're outdated because it's like I believe all men and women should be able to cook and clean and provide for at least yourself. Yeah, that is an adult essential. Yeah, like real shit. If you don't have that, then what the fuck are you really doing? Like, I don't, I don't think we should be living by traditional gender roles or what, like what we assume gender roles to be. Yeah, from tradition, from a traditional standpoint. Every student should have took home ec, like real shit. Oh, yeah, home ec was the shit, yes. right? Like, yes. And it's fucked up that this is a part of systemic racism and um. I kind of changed my standpoint on that just a tiny bit. We didn't have shit like that in, like, black schools, dead ass. I think I had, like, a... No, we had that in Riverdale. 
Yeah, we did. Nigga, yeah. that shit went. Bro, I remember when I was in Lovejoy. Well, when I was living in Lovejoy. I forgot the school name. Yeah. Nigga, our home at class, nigga, we was dead ass, like, making meals. Had real, well, not real babies, but real simulated babies. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having real babies oh, for home at. Oh, come on. Well, uh, that's tough. Man, when I was playing, yeah. He's watching a little bit of shit. Shit, yeah. <laughs> but as I was saying, though, that home ec nigga. Shit, I remember when I was playing football. In like ninth grade, yeah, it was a varsity game. Obviously, I wasn't on varsity, but um, we traveled to I think I forgot the school. It was a predominantly white school. Let me just say that though. Yeah, their school was absolutely was it Alcovy or some shit? You said what? Was it Alcovy or something? Nah, nah, it was some like West End or something like that. No, it was Lake City, Lake what? City. That's who we. That's who we was against. Bro, I went inside their fucking school. Uh-huh. They what? had a Chick-fil-A. I can't recall if it was Chick-fil-A, actually. But it, it was a fucking... Some type of restaurant inside of their school. Multiple restaurants, nigga. Like, their cafeteria area, it was two levels. Restaurants upstairs. Like, it, bro, it was crazy. Like, the funding is just different. It's just a Bruh, different type nah, of they Bro, their mamas and daddies had them tax dollars. Yeah. That's what happened. It was big white boys on their football team. Oh, man. Jesus like, Christ. And, wait, one of them had them fucking Red Supremes on <laughs> <laughs> before they even came out? I, I don't know. Like, we separated into locker rooms and shit, so I don't, I don't know uh, what well, the, Are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, one yeah. football team is in this locker room. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now the funding for black schools and white schools, maybe it has a lot to do with the area too. But it's yeah, just different it because is. Riverdale lost their accreditation for like one year, right? Well, I mean, the circumstances, and I don't think the circumstances of Riverdale is that bad. Yeah, it was really just that one class that fucked everybody up. A lot of niggas was kind of just, and I don't think Riverdale was that much of the hood. But no, nah, it was had a some good school. Fucked up students, like yeah, <laughs> we had some like. Identity issues was going on. Niggas like, had daddy issues. Yeah, it was we ain't like no yet, bro. But um, what the fuck was we? Shout out to Kendrick. Topic. What, what was you talking about though? Talking about home ec and um the oh, developments wow. of schools and shit like that, yeah, like no, being no, in we a predominantly white area, black area, shit like that. Yeah, we but then we, we were though. talking about the manosphere first. Talking about what the, the manosphere? Yeah, yeah, but you said all, all y'all niggas need to do home ec. Yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't. I, I, yeah, I don't know if that. I. Okay, well, yeah. my bad. But yeah, if y'all did That's why some we home talking about that. Look, realistically speaking, uh, fuck the home ec. All right. If we you, talking about gender roles, that's what oh it was. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's why people should do home ec because it's like you would learn that stuff and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't have to. The woman wouldn't have to be. And granted, the reason why I slightly agree with um, people that have the lifestyle of traditional gender roles because. Women are better at nurturing. Yep. They are better at certain things that men aren't. Men are statistically better at lifting up things and shit like that. Like, Facts. Because so it's just, it's physical. Dude. Yeah. Like, like, it's biological. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's just, it, it is what it is. But it's outdated because at this certain point, everybody, like I said previously, everybody should um, have these certain skill sets just to be an adult before Facts. you get into a relationship. And then it's not all, it's not all dependent on, oh, 
what you bring to the table as far as some materialistic shit. It's about, okay, what personality traits you bring to the ta- table. Not that it, it's still a dumb question. It's still an awkward question. I would never ask women this because I feel like you should vet them properly before anything further yeah, goes. Yeah, you that. should have that. You should already have some probing questions. Like, yeah. You know. You should already know this by the time In the forefront you of your mind, like, when you're on the first date at least. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, like, and I feel like after, I've been on dates before. You know, after a couple of dates, like you're not feeling this girl. Yeah, like, you will know like, after the second or third yeah. date, like real shit. A lot of stuff you find out just by paying attention. Yes. If you pay attention, you would know what she brings to the table by the time Facts. y'all get into a relationship. You wouldn't have to ask. But you have to understand, most men don't have, or I'm not even gonna say most men, but some men do not have that um, intuition factor. They don't actually like listen to it. And whose fault is that? I want to say it's theirs, but at the same time, it could be a a lack of knowledge thing. I think it's a lack of paying attention to the partner that you so that you choose to be with. I I can respect that. Some niggas go on one date and fuck them, have kids like. Yeah, just like I was talking to Reeve earlier. He showed me it's this chick that uh, got like she got some clout, like a little bit of clout and shit. And uh, she she thick as fuck, cute as shit. He said, bro, I'm a nut in this bitch. <laughs> like, why do niggas think like that? Like, <laughs> he said, bro, I'm going to trap her ass. Now, granted, I'm pretty sure he joking. was joking. Yeah, yeah and yeah. all in good fun. So I'm not really taking him serious. But I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did it. I would not be surprised. Because genuinely speaking, I'll say it out of like, you know, just emotion. I hear or too just, many niggas say it that I know it's at least 20% of them that's dead ass. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. they when they yeah. say it, you might think they joking, but they dead ass yeah. on that. He's like, Ugh! yeah. <laughs> While he's walking to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, I got you pregnant, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think there's a lot of accountability that needs to be placed on men. These men to your podcast yes. talk about how modernized women are and how Western women are like dangerous or whatever the fuck, and how they all materialistic and shit. But yo, you these know, men that y'all preaching to be the ones choosing these women. And, and here's the thing that I really have to throw out there. Just like watching Housewives in Dubai, I modernized Western women are more independent and free. I'm not taking that away from them. But what you do have me fucked up with is um, if I'm fucking with somebody that's from not, say, the Western world or somebody that's from a foreign country like Peru, yeah. uh, Dubai or something of that sort. And you tell me, oh, so to marry my daughter, you must bring me twenty thousand dollars. Bitch, you got me fucked up. I don't care if that's a return on your investment or anything like that. I can't remember the exact word for it. Um, if you know the exact word, please meet us in the comments. But. I'm not about to pay you to marry your, like, daughter. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that shit, like, at all. Yeah, but, you know, it's not a part of your cultural customs, so it's not not something you would be even looking at. You're you're westernized. You're not going to be thinking of that like a a cultural thing. You're right. You're right, because I wouldn't know how I would actually think if I was raised in in some shit like that. But, realistically speaking, I'm just saying this just as a, obvious, as a westernizer, you know, blah, blah, blah. But... I even look at slavery. I, I don't know if I would have been a field nigga. I don't know if I would have been a house nigga. 
Like I genuinely don't. You'd probably and be darker, so you probably been a field nigga. You most likely, you a couple yeah. shades from dark skin. So yeah, okay. In okay. the sun, I'm you like two shades. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they push you field. But it's like it's like it's like I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh yeah, boy, if I was in slavery, I would have beaten somebody's ass. No, nah. you don't fucking know. If I could time travel, oh yeah, somebody was getting shot. That's why yeah. the whole like I'm slavery coming back was with a, the yapsticks, bitch. That's why the whole slavery was a choice thing was so problematic. Is because how could how could you say that being somebody that was born in a westernized, I mean, though it's more fucked up back in the 80s and shit, oh, in a yeah, westernized civilization where even in the 80s we had more freedom than we ever did b- before that point. That's just like being in a UFC fight. You have somebody sitting here telling you, oh, you should have did this, you should have did that, but you're you, in the ring. Yeah, you're not in the <laughs> fight. Like, you don't know. You don't like, know what Like, bro, I'm trying not to get knocked the fuck out, and you're telling me this shit, bro? Yeah. You don't, <laughs> yeah not unless you're my saying. coach, bro. Shut the fuck up. And even the coach, they still don't really understand, like, yeah, you got to hit him with the right hand. You got to. Bro, if I hit there. him with that right hand, he can hit me with a left. Exactly. He has hit me with the left. You don't understand because you're not in there. It's, it's a different thing when it's Experience beats not all. your culture. Imagine going to a barbecue and they don't have ribs, macaroni and cheese. Like, it's a completely different if thing. I don't see macaroni and cheese. I'm leaving. Yeah, but some barbecue, <laughs> some culture. Like, I'm leaving. That's the cultural difference is that it's, it's just not the same. Like Y'all better do y'all research. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all had no macaroni and cheese, I'm leaving. If y'all got some ribs, maybe some fried chicken, I'm staying. But no macaroni and cheese, especially. Especially if it's nasty, I'm dipping, bitch, and I'm spitting in your shit. Hey, I'm all about cultural differences. Um, so if it is, there is cookouts out there that don't have that shit. No, nah, I completely understand. You eat lamb yeah. and fucking pork, not, not pork, but yeah, lamb chops and fucking nah, whatever the fuck. Some nah, niggas got raisins some, in their shit. If like, it's some fine cuisine type shit, like some lobster, uh, fucking lobster lasagna or some shit like that, or like seafood lasagna. Or to, be, to be honest, that's black people shit. Like we do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's still fire though. Yeah, like, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm yeah, just saying, I'm like, that's, tell you, bro. That's, but that's not really a cuisine. We just like like freestyling. <laughs> like, fire. <we> black <laughs> people got style, bro. That's what that is. Oh god, we got that flavor. <laughs> like, what have happened if we put lobster in the fucking macaroni and cheese, nigga? Like, that's oh, what we shit. think. Like, put some bacon in that bitch. Yeah, that's why like, people yeah. love us. If it's something like out of worldly, out worldly like that. I'm definitely fucking with oh, it. Oh yeah, right? I like, like, like I ain't weird stuff like that. Yes, but all this is uh is really besides the point. I think what, like how do we even venture this far? I, I, I always ask myself that question. How do we get into talking about lobster and macaroni and cheese? He said that was a black people shit. <laughs> no, nah, but what, <laughs> what the fuck was we talking about before that to get to that point? God damn it! Hey, we gotta stop doing this shit so fucked up. <laughs> um, Oh shit! That's terrible because it's like you listen back to it, you're like, "Oh, that's what we were talking yeah. about." And then it's like when you're here, it's like, "Damn, the fuck are we talking about, man?" Oh, you were talking about uh, how you're not going to marry a woman that when their parents asked for twenty thousand, and I was saying how it's cultural differences, and yeah. you really wouldn't understand if you didn't grow up in that. Culture. Experience beats all, basically. Yeah. yeah. Long story short, experience beats all. It yeah, doesn't I, matter. I was talking about how po- manuscript, manuscript podcasts think like westernized, quote unquote, quote unquote. Westernized women are like the problem. Yeah. When it's also like, yo, just to close this whole conversation, because I actually don't want to be talking about them all day. Yeah. Everybody is the problem. I think accountability is not the accountability, not taking accountability is the problem. Yeah. And I think these podcasts kind of are the, are the catalyst to the dating scene just crashing kind of women. I can see that. At least the women that are most loudest 
and I'm also gonna be talking about the the most loudest don't make sense. The double super. super the most early. passionate about it. The most loud. Triggered. Women, my bad. The most triggered. Nah, because I'm not trying to use anything offensive. Loud. Oh, okay. As in, like you hear them the most. They're the ones on these podcasts. They're the ones saying that women. Sh- I mean, men should be doing this. Men should be doing that. They're entitled. But they also want the freedom. They want the traditional lifestyle. And that's when I agree with these manager podcasts. They yeah. they want the traditional lifestyle of he's paying the majority of the bills or but the big I bills. But I can do whatever I want. Or But I can, my money is my money. I spend it on bags, whatever the fuck. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do Yeah, with my most money. definitely. The most loudest women or most loud women. Now, I, like I said before, this is not my case. I'm not, I'm not even, I don't have no it's dog in this fight. It's not from experience. Yeah, I have no dog in this fight at all. But men also have an an entitlement like like they don't have to work speak on that brother like you don't have to work to get the quality of women that you want when you grow up I in can, a, i can respect that you can, can grow up in a certain area that. and it's like and i also agree that you attract exactly who you are so if you you realize like bro every woman i get with is just some lazy bum bitch i don't want what what are you doing? Like, what do you think? Like, because they're a reflection of you. Exactly. Everybody, even your friends, well, are a reflection. Well, to a certain extent, but I get it. No, I definitely believe your friends, the people you hang around, acquaintances, the people you, like, kind of end up uh, gravitating towards at a, at a new job. yourself with. Yeah, at a new job or, like, anything like that. Yeah. Are a di- direct reflection, reflection, what the fuck, direct reflection of who you are. And you will see that if you start, if you pay attention a little more. Like, no, I definitely, with that context, definitely respect that, and I don't disagree. Yeah, I like, I barely in my life met friends that didn't smoke weed. Facts. That's that's like, just, yeah, I'm I'm a meet I'm meeting every pothead. Even yeah. if you're not a pothead, like you're gonna tell me you smoked at least once in your life. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I I know that. It's yes. it's kind of something that. Shit, I don't think I met. It's probably one person I met that didn't smoke weed. I think he was on probation, though. So yeah, that's completely <laughs> like that, that's But it's reason. like damn near 80, I, my personal opinion, 80% of America smokes weed. And that's even, not even true, bro. Even that's the, the thing. oldest white people, they love weed. Old white people love fucking weed. I'm not saying all, but for the majority of it, they were the ones that was able to grow it back in the days. We weren't able to grow that shit, not unless it was like that would be more taboo if a black person was growing weed. Primarily and statistically, a lot of people are still against weed. And it's crazy. Yeah, most definitely. It's yeah. crazy. No, 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 no. I really feel like that's more so in politics than the average Joe. Like, I'm not saying, not discrediting you and not saying that the average Joe isn't seeing here against weed or we don't have people that are against weed or really just don't like weed in general. But for the most part, even with me doing Lyft, I've talked to a few people who said, yeah, I don't really smoke weed, but I don't have anything against it. Yeah. Like, if somebody's rolling up or smoking around me, like, I'm not going to have a problem with it. Like, no, I don't smoke. I don't partake on it. I might eat an edible every now and again, or I might not eat that, but no, I don't have there's a, a lot of different reasons why people are against weed. One of them maybe is a syst- systematic racism thing. Oh, no. It, one <laughs> reason is they say it's a gateway drug. My bad, dog. I know. I know. No, there's. I mean, they can say that, but there's no sufficient ev- evidence on that. Okay. There is a sufficient evidence on the fact that our prison system is primarily drug offenses, though. Facts. So a part of it could be um, just a systematic racism thing. It's easier to lock niggas up for the three five and get them time and make money off them. Yeah. And, and while they locked up and shit like that, then the, like, 
you know, I don't know. It's hard to make an argument for it because I, I imagine that you would make more money if you legalize weed. Yeah, like, that <laughs> is. Because look at Atlanta. That shit's decriminalized. Yeah. You'll get like a $75 fine. Yeah, like that's a nothing ticket. to weed that's smokers. It. Like, it's, it's like what? Nothing. Nigga, that's a seven. All right, cool. <laughs> but long story short, you you definitely do attract who you meet. And I can't, I can't lie through my experience. The people I've met has been reflections of not me as a whole sometimes, sometimes just a personality trait that, I may be suppressed or yeah, didn't a carp- notice. A compartmentalized part yeah, of yourself. Yeah, exactly. So when you attract these bitches and niggas got all these problems with women of what they not doing or what they expect them to do, all this shit. Yeah. It's because, one, you're not vetting them properly. That's why this whole what do you bring to the table is such a such a question because it's kind of making up for the lack of niggas not asking questions. Yeah. Not really paying attention Taking to Taking accountability. What, not paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Not paying attention to what the woman is showing you the first three months and not just what you want to see yeah exactly so that, that uh damn what the fuck is i saying god damn take it oh damn uh shit i it's like i know exactly what you were saying but i'm trying to uh get it right um you were basically talking about uh the manosphere how yeah, everybody is a direct reflection of you yeah a reflection of themselves um Oh come on! Oh, long story short, though, um, or short story long, I think that accountability is the biggest thing when it comes to the whole data market. Though social media has fucked it up, I can't agree with y'all on that point. Social media has fucked the game up. Uh, women being able to meet a nigga in California that's fucking staying in the mansion, that's willing to fly her out at a on a twenty four hours notice. Yeah, and she's just staying fucking Philly or something like. Of course, that fucks up the game. That you know that adds a little, a little uh, dynamic to the market. Yeah. But at the same time, bro, you have to have more self value than that too. Fendi facts. You have to know that when you watch these podcasts of these fucking bitches just saying whatever the fuck they want, like Fendi whatever facts. egregious thing they want to say, you have to know that I'm above that. Like I don't have to ever settle for a bitch like that because I know yes. I'm worth more than that. And you also have to take into consideration that, dude know your self-worth know what you're also knowing your boundaries knowing what you're willing to put up with knowing what you're not willing to put up with and granted not saying you need to be a d-bag or asshole about it but staying your ground yeah like don't sit here and be a pushover if you just learn how to shut the fuck up and pay attention everybody will tell them exactly who they are yes right to your face if you just shut the fuck up and listen I'm not sure how long we actually went, bro. And also, man, a woman on Instagram and a man on Instagram, there's no difference if they posting the same shit. Yo, fuck Fresh and Fit for that, because it's about that the is. dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. He legitimately believes, and we talked about this, but we never dozed, dived into the topic. He believes that Though a man might post his abs on Instagram and a woman might post her bikini pics on Instagram, it's different. It's two different validations. Yeah. And for her, it's cheating. And for him, it's just him expressing his options. It's fucking dumb. No, this is what he was doing. He was trying to literally take that double standard concept and add it to us. That's literally it. Because, like, realistically speaking, if a woman posts a badass picture on Instagram, all right. She's going to say, no, I'm not doing that for validation. I'm doing that because I want to just show myself off. But if you really just want to She's show yourself. She's most likely doing it for validation. Thank you. 
But my argument is that all niggas, men do that niggas shit doing too. the shit too. Thank They're you. doing it for validation too. His only argument is that women get more results because more niggas gonna hit her up based off the picture than a nigga. She but has a vagina. She like, automatically. Oh damn! Now I ran out. Of yeah, oh god! <laughs> like, like realistically, she has a vagina. Not even being sexist or anything like that, but that definitely plays a part and gives her a whole huge fucking um. What's the word for it? What's the word that I'm looking for? Advantage. Spook. So, what the fuck were we talking about? Nah, I forgot. Straight up. Oh, God. Straight up, on God. Yeah. How far are we in? Huh? I said, how far are we in? I don't fucking know. If I zoom out, I'm. it's hella... Hold on, let me zoom out. It's hella pauses. Like, hella just silence. Ah, shit. And then just complete silence. Let me scroll, bitch. <coughs> Let me bang you, bro. Yeah, it say we've just about an hour, but I believe you chopped that shit up. It like, probably yeah. be like forty-five, maybe thirty minutes. Depending, I can't. T- I don't think we said anything crazy, so this might be one of those. But yeah, I I don't know. Uh, no, we didn't have room to say something crazy. Cause we, wasn't <laughs> Dude, we don't never have room to say nothing crazy. We nah, we be having room shit. to say no, no, no. We not say that. Ah, well, yeah. When I say that, it's basically like the context of the conversation. Like, we'll say something that could lead into something being offensive, or being said that can um, be offensive. What the fuck are we talking about? I know we were talking about something about the manosphere. I think I was talking about men being a problem. I think. Um. I can't say without context to what I was even just talking about without actually listening back to it. Um, I'm just end this off by saying that accountability is to be placed on both parties. Like Facts. both men and women have their own faults and one acknowledge them before you even get with somebody Two, if you watch these podcasts, you think that what do you bring to the table? is like a question you ask to any woman just straight out like that same exact words that if you think that's cool bro way. you're gonna find out very soon that you're not gonna get the response you think you're gonna get from At asking all. women that question and rightfully so like i said i think it's a dumb question um uh, pay attention to what your women are saying with the women that you are trying to be in a relationship with pay attention to what they are saying and doing around you because that's going to tell you everything you need to know about what they bring into the table outside of like job and shit like that that should be expected but sometimes you know bitches be broke but and uh lastly shame on podcasts like fresh and fit 
and really they're the worst of the worst. There's there's not that many people worse than them. Even mediocre tutorial reviews, he does speak in a way that I'm just like, all right, bro. Like, like you kind of like doing too much. Yeah, you you're really pushing the issue. Like yeah. some people actually like this, bro. Like some people like, really don't want their woman in a in a in a kitchen cooking and fucking cleaning. Dead ass. And, and in all honesty, I'm not mad at getting with a chick with a kid. All right. If yeah. she has two kids, all right, I can deal with that. That's the most I would go. But three kids, all right, that's a little too much. But stop degrading women or making them feel like, oh, they're undervalued or undershamed. But one man's trash is another man's treasure. So yeah. stop putting that narrative out there, dude. Like, there's going to be somebody out there for everybody. But at the same time, if you're not emotionally stable within yourself, then you're not going to be able to move into a relationship in a healthy manner. Relationships take two people, bro. Y'all both need to have y'all shit together before it even comes to that. Yeah, or built together. Yeah, which, you know, let's be honest. I agree with these podcasts when they say that women, a lot of times, don't be wanting to build. Like, they want you to have your shit going. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they don't want to want to be rapper. They want a rapper. They don't want to be a fucking nigga playing basketball at the fucking rec all the time. They want a a player. player, Yeah, they want a nigga actually playing games. They want, nah, they, now for them, it's more so for status, I feel. Insecurity. Yeah. I can respect that. Because there's no guarantee in being a fucking wannabe rapper. There's no guarantee in being a fucking, you know, a street baller. There's, There's nothing. Granted, we see niggas like Professor. Shout out to Professor. Um, he fights fucking street balling, but that's not necessarily what women looking for because there's no security in that. Like, yeah, basketball play. players got contracts. <laughs> they get max deals. They oh, get hundred God. million dollar deals. That's their security in that. Yeah, they get endorsements. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really. I'm not mad at uh, women that's opportunistic because everyone is in a, in a way. We just nowadays we starting to call women out. Oh, she only got with him for the money. I mean. Dude, well, realist, but the thing is, it's like it's more frowned upon if a dude was to get with a woman for the money, because yeah. that would make them look. That would make him look like uh, less of a man. Yeah, it's double standards. Yeah, by and all they means. they exist on both sides. They definitely do. Oh yeah, like women. Like there was a video I was watching, and um, a, a dude asked a bunch of females a question of, "How do you approach a woman?" I think that's what it was. And, you know, women, they was obviously saying the most generic stuff. Like, just be nice, be genuine, which is, I mean, obviously, come on. Like, you have to be nice and genuine. That's just a part of common courtesy f- as human beings. But th- they was like, um, and don't be, like, pushy about it. And he asked, like, okay, but don't you think you would look at it differently if you was already attracted to the guy? Yeah. Like, if if the guy was ugly, you would look at it maybe like harassment or, like, okay, cool. Or, like, oh, thank you, like, leave me alone now type of thing. But if he's attractive, that's when you're, like, you're more more receptive to his energy of trying to come on to you. You're more receptive of it because you're attracted to him. There's double standards everywhere, and it's like, they have to exist. (laughs) They have to. There's no such thing as equality, even though we we want that so bad. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no. But, um, Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Oh, God. Uh, it's been a nice little conversation about the manosphere and, you know, these common questions of the that the manosphere is kind of made up. And um, just so you know, all guys don't think like this. At all. This is not a common thing. Just like all women on these podcasts don't think like this either. We're two guys that do not think like fresh and fit. Yes, sir. So life is about perception. That's the, that's the message I want to get across with this whole thing. I know I was kind of rambling. Uh, this wasn't a constructed thing. So couldn't really find my point and forgot sometimes but you get the point you get the yeah. gist life oh, is subjective everything's about perspective 
bars. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Put that shit on a shirt, <laughs> nigga. Oh, God. Oh, God. That ass. We need to make merch. Yeah. But wait, wait, wait. You need to put, like, a little uh, little clip in there, like, bing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Merch coming soon. But that's basically what I was trying to get across with this. Nothing's the same for anybody. Your relationship might work. You might be the stay-at-home dad, and it works for you. And your woman Facts. makes all the money. It may work for y'all. Like, it's it's not something that's super common and people don't accept it, but it may work for you and you and your relationship. But hit up my Instagram at H-E-S-G-O-A-L-S. <laughs> it's going to be, like, up here or probably to the side, you know. It's, it's probably not that much space up here no more since we in the studio in now. In the studio, man. Uh, I'm back streaming, you know what I'm saying, probably finna listen to this Chris Brown album. I've been teasing that for a long time. Yes, yeah, So right. since I'm back streaming, I might hop on that wave. And listen to that motherfucker. That might be tonight, actually. Yeah, it's hard. But um, Whiskey Dick TTV on Instagram. That's going to be back in actives. Uh, and Whiskey Dick underscore. D-I-K, by the way. Yes, yeah, sir. Oh, that's it? No, that's not it. Oh, okay. I, I got to <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look at these niggas, bro. <laughs> like, I know, yeah, I know when you say dick, you think of D-I-C-K, but like, it's D-I-K. Y'all mo- moving mad, fam. Yes, yes, you are. But SSL.podcast on Instagram, as well as A Short Story Long Podcast on YouTube, which like, is where- Like, comment, and subscribe, bitch. Yes, sir. Told him not- Turn, turn them. <laughs> <laughs> turn the notification bells on as well, so you can see when we upload- um, Helps with the algorithm, But, baby. you know, where our video platform is going to be as well as Spotify, you can actually watch our video platform on Spotify, too. Yes, sir. I know people generally don't come to Spotify to watch to watch something, though. But, but y'all gonna, if you want to, you can. All the links in the description below. And what else? Seven Daily Strains, not active. But you can still follow them pages, though. You know right. what I'm saying? Hit those notification bells. There's notification bells everywhere out this bitch. Oh, Jesus. Um, Seven Daily Strains and Seven Daily Strains LLC, which will be in the description below. Website. Actually, now that my internet's back up, my, my first thought was to play video games and stream. It wasn't really to work on the website. So that's my bad. It was irresponsible. But I'm going to be working on that starting tomorrow, probably. I don't have the, the mental capacity to do it tonight. <clears throat> and, um... That's about it. That's about it. Merch design is still on the way, but I'm outsourcing for ideas. Uh, working with a graphic designer. Actually, let me look up his name. Okay, I'm going to just say working with a graphic designer. His name is going to be right here. So Ding. when I'm editing this video, you know, you can see it right there. Yeah. <laughs> you can see it right there, though. And, um, yeah, that's it for me, man. That's it for me, man. Yes, all right. And y'all already know who the fuck it is. It's your boy Jew, aka the bag chaser, aka the granny slayer, aka the milf taker. And y'all already know y'all can follow me on Instagram at http.gemini. Also, y'all can make sure y'all follow me on Snapchat as well as I'm just that Gemini too. Also, y'all can add me on PSN and on Twitch. It's the same name, that black guy Jew as well. And definitely make sure you tap in with the Seven Deadly Strains website and also the LC pages as well, and also the Instagram page as well. Like, I know I just wanted to make sure I doubled down on that because it um, doesn't seem like we've been having a lot of action over there. But uh, definitely on the podcast page, we appreciate all of the support and the love and the follows that you guys have been, you know, flooding in and shit like that. It's an organic thing, bro. 
we starting from the bottom and we trying to make our way to the top and as long as you guys are with us we definitely gonna get there also definitely make sure you tap into those affiliate links as well for the instacart uh for the 10 percent of that your first order basically waiving all the fees and who really wants to pay fees and shit like come on dude and also make sure you definitely tap into the one more headphones with the 10 percent off your first order or 10 percent off your uh order uh anytime you ship that i'm sorry not ship that but anytime you want to place an order or if it's your first order or something like that you can definitely send that to somebody that you love that actually wants some decent headphones that have a really top of the line quality and they definitely have a comparable price about $49.99 and definitely you compare them to Raycon, Skull Candies, Beats by Dre. It's a, a vast variety of headphones that they can be compared to and definitely they are top of the line quality. So make sure you definitely tap in with them and make sure you the boy and make sure you tell them the boys over here at Short Story Long Podcast sent you and shit like that. Yes, sir. As but, well as though because we don't mention this and I'm surprised we don't because we actually got something from this company before. Oh, it, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You're talking about uh, what's the scenario? Them two, actually. Oh, damn. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about ILGM because we never shouted them out, promoted them or nothing on our uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. But we actually yeah. used this company. And... um. Yeah, shout out to ILGM. Definitely uh, tap in with that 15% off with the newsletter yeah. once you sign up. Uh, and also, wouldn't it be 20% off, right? I can't say for sure right now. It's either I'll 15 to details. 20%. Yeah. I'm not going to say any number. Just I don't want to mislead, but... I'll put more details in the description. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, But definitely make sure you tap in with them as well. Uh, for all of you... Growers. Yeah, for all of you growers out there, um, either underground, national, public, whatever you're doing, um, you can definitely get you some top of the lines, quality seeds, and the genetics are very, very, very top of the line and good quality. Now, I wouldn't say they're cookies, but... <laughs> I would definitely say they're about, um, they're definitely uh, up there with compound genetics, all right? Like, if you know, you know, all right? Definitely. Yeah, real girls know. Real girls know. Real girls know. But, uh, again, y'all, we really appreciate all of your love, support, and all the people that really tap in and tune in with us. And all the haters, if you're watching, please keep watching. You're definitely fueling us to uh, keep going harder and keep being better. So, uh, with all that being said, we gone and we appreciate y'all, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you guys, man. <laughs> e 